Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Discern Daily, a show on the Majesty's Men for seeking truth. My name is Pate. I'm the host of Discern Daily. If we aren't connected yet on social media, places like Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube, I want to invite you to take a second to go and follow Discern Daily on those platforms. If you had to choose one, I would pick the Twitter page because we are sharing content on our Twitter page all the time. It's it's super good, and I would love to connect with you over on social media. If you missed the last episode that we did, episode 19, we talked about how our salvation is, is a work that's not only accomplished by the Son, Jesus Christ, but our salvation is a result of the work of the whole Trinity. We're saved, actually, by the entire Trinity. So if that's something that piques your interest, I want to invite you to go and check out the last episode that we did and join the discussion over there. On this episode, episode 20, we're actually going to be talking about Christ and culture. Uh, recently on my personal Twitter page, I, you know, it's I tweeted one of those things where you know, I, I actually did it out of frustration. You know, you you have those posts where you're disappointed and you have, you know, you post stuff like that. To be honest, I, I posted this, something recently out of kind of some disappointment of mine. I basically said, I don't have it pulled up in front of me or else I would just quote it, but I basically said, um, there's so many people today who have gone away from like preaching Christ crucified so many people today are concerned about preaching um, and and teaching about what Christ is not, uh, about what the Bible is not, what Christianity is not. There's so many people today, if you're on Twitter, you've probably seen there's so many people who are so concerned about showing people how they are wrong instead of just promoting truth and preaching Christ. So I basically tweeted about that, and I wanted to find some more accounts that just preach Christ crucified. You know what I mean? Um, and it was so funny. And I believe this is totally by God's providence that as soon as I tweeted it right after, shortly after I came across this article, which we're going to highlight in this episode today, uh, by Owen Strand on Reformanda Ministries. And in this article, which is titled, Why So Sensitive? A Ministry in a Post-Truth Culture, there was a section on there where he hit the nail on the head. I mean, it was exactly what I was wanting to communicate. And so I, you know, did a screenshot and posted that to the original tweet on my personal page. And I was just like, oh my gosh, this is so good. So Owen, if you're watching this, thank you so much for this article. It's a phenomenal resource and I can't wait to share it with everyone that I know. Um, so, you know, on that note, you know, talking about my tweet and finding this article, it was a good personal reminder for me uh, coming across just this whole thing that happened the last couple days of finding this article. You know, I like to think of myself as like a somewhat decent thinker and writer, at least someone who's making progress. And I'm a growing thinker, a growing writer. Um, I'm not great by any means, but I would like to think I'm making progress and things like that. And finding this article was a great reminder for me that I don't have to be set or determined to write everything I believe. Um, because there are other writers out there who have probably written what I'm wanting to communicate, and they've written it before me, and they've written it better than I probably ever could. And this is one of those articles that there's a lot in here that I would love to highlight for you guys. 
um, that I'm wanting to communicate. Um, because I think that the things that are presented in this article are valuable and they equip you Christians, us Christians, to preach Christ, to survive, and to glorify God in our daily life. So this was just an all-around great article, great experience. Um, The article was published on May 2nd, which is two days ago from when I'm recording this, but I read it the day it came out, and I was like, oh my word, I've totally got to do an episode on this article. Um, But you know, Christ and culture seem to collide a lot, and the premise of this article, this resource that we're highlighting, it really is helpful in understanding how people handle truth, because whether we'd like to admit it or not, we live in a postmodern era, or as this article alludes to, a post-truth culture where truth is something that you get to decide on what it is. Um, Whatever is true for you, you roll with it. Um, But we're going to see that this is not biblical. This is something that every born-again believer thinks is garbage, and it's, it's a way of thinking, a way of life that is very harmful, and it's confusing, and it's just not God's will for us. Rather, every biblical Christian understands that God our Lord, is the one who truth comes from. God is the author of truth, and as his followers, we just simply submit to God's truth. We don't get to write truth, we follow truth, and God is the one who ultimately writes truth. And so that's kind of the overarching um, idea, premise of this article. you know, at some point, whether you want to pause in this article or pause in this episode, or if you want to go and read the article after this episode, there's going to be a link to this article on the full page here of this episode on our Discern Daily website. So let me get, let me begin by rifling through a few quotes of the author, like we do in every episode of Discern Daily, and get into some nuggets of commentary. And I want to pose some questions to get your feedback as well. But kind of going off this idea of what is a post-truth culture, what are we kind of talking about here, I'll just begin by reading this um, quote by Owen that kind of helps us uh, get the ball rolling. So Owen writes, quote, By this formulation, people commonly mean that life in a postmodern age means that we steer clear of absolutes in our thinking and our speech. We don't speak of what is true for all peoples at all places and all times, we speak of what is true for me, end quote. So you, you've met people that believe and think this way. I know that you have, but this is not the way that we should think about truth because like I said, we don't determine truth. God does. God writes it and we follow it. So moving on, Owen writes, quote, to embrace a post-truth perspective means that one has effectively evacuated the word and the gospel of any timeless, once-for-all authority, end quote. That right there will open up a whole nother can of worms, because what's beautiful about God's truth is that it's timeless. It's applicable and relevant for all peoples of all times. And, you know, whatever people determine truth to be today wasn't truth back then, and it's not going to be truth forward. It's just truth for them present day. So that just has tons of complications and problems already. But what's beautiful about God's truth 
and and the Bible and His Word is it's timeless. It's it's applicable, perfect, and it's useful no matter where you are at in history. Um, but like I said, this post-truth perspective is a problem. And you know, this morning I got together with some guys to have some coffee. Every Saturday morning, I try to get together with a few guys in, in Lindsborg here where I live, and we have coffee together and talk about what's going on. We don't really have an agenda when we meet. We just get together and talk about whatever. And I actually brought this article up in front of the guys, and I um, wanted to get their thoughts on it um, as well. And they loved it. They loved what Owen had to say and things like that. And one of the guys and I we kind of just started feeding off of each other and we started really digging deep into this article. And what what we really got to thinking about was, you know, how in places like Romans 1 and 2 Thessalonians 2, we see this idea in scripture where God is giving people over to deceptive thinking, that people are really just deceived with the truth. They don't follow God's truth. Their minds are given over to basically do whatever they want. And in a form of judgment, God allows people to allow them to write their own truth. But the sad reality of people writing their own truth is that it's going to end. They're not going to have an eternity. They're not going to have everlasting life. At best, they're going to have temporary happiness. In fact, they might move up in the world and things might actually get better and greater if they get to determine their own truth here on earth. But later on, they're going to hit a huge, tall brick wall if they decide to write and follow their own truth. But again, we need to guard against this this idea of a post-truth perspective. Um, Now, here's where the meat and taters are of this this whole deal here. Um, There may be some of us, like myself, um, for example, who, yeah, we all day long, we're going to reject a post-truth perspective, post-truth thinking. But if we're going to get honest with ourselves, this culture that we live in, it really is influencing the way that we think and the way that um, it, it influences our thinking and our communication. And I appreciated how Owen gets honest about this in his article In fact, he shares six ways that post-truth thinking creeps into our thinking, even when we reject it. Um, I love this honesty, and and I also want to admit that I am guilty of having this post-truth culture influence my thinking and communication. So I'm going to rifle through the six ways that Owen provides um, how this this post-truth thinking influences our thinking, and then we're going to park on one of them for the rest of the episode. So I'll I'll begin by just rifling through the six ways. So Owen writes, quote, First, we excessively qualify even basic statements. Second, we downplay actions and emphasize feelings. Third, we move away from apologies, clouding them with qualifiers. Fourth, we negotiate instead of drawing clear lines. Fifth, we lead only with great hesitancy and fearfulness. And six, we see doubt as true and truth as doubtful, end quote. So those are the the six ways that this post-truth thinking influences our thinking and our communication. Um, And he provides really good examples under each of those. And like I said, I want to park on number one, which says, first, we excessively qualify even basic statements. 
So underneath that heading, Owen writes, quote, This is really the age of the antagonist, isn't it? A post-truth culture supports the rise of the perpetual naysayer, the endless nuance proclaimer, the inveterate bone picker. Many of us have experienced this phenomenon on Twitter, where even basic statements are picked over like bone-in fillets dropped into piranha tanks. This tendency has bled over into contemporary conversation. We excessively qualify ourselves in our discussions, our brains churning like those of $400 per hour lawyers as we try to stay a step, of he- a step ahead of our interlocutors, furiously trying to recognize loopholes and weaknesses in our verbiage, end quote. Uh, yeah, like that's extremely well said. And if you're a Twitter user, you know exactly the kind of thing that Owen is talking about. Now, we do need to defend our beliefs. We do need to think about what we believe. We need to know it very well, but we must not overqualify or overcomplicate the basic statements that we need to be preaching and proclaiming, living by and following and spreading around on social media. Um, so we, we don't need to be excessive. Now, here's one example that he provides in his article. Owen writes, quote, when you say one declarative sentence, the Bible is true, but then feel the need to say 11 consecutive sentences about what your first sentence does not mean, you are a post-truth communicator. You may not know it, and you certainly may not intend to be, but the point stands a post-truth culture is influencing your speech and thinking in a major way, end quote. Now that right there is totally for me. I'm not sharing all this to say, hey, this is something you guys need to work on. This is totally something I am guilty of because I've, I've, thought, I've thought about things that I'm going to tweet about on Twitter and then I'll think, okay, if someone comes at me, what are four or five things that I'm going to say back that, that I'm going to be ready for them? Like you, you this is totally the, the culture and the time that we live in. I'm totally guilty of it. So the big question that I have for us in this episode is with all of this being said, what do we do with it? Like, how do we move forward? How do we not let this post-truth culture, this post-truth thinking influence, influence our thinking and our communication? Um, what, what are some things that stand out to you? Or maybe what's something that's speaking to you about how, how are we to move forward and make progress in this culture? Um, Owen mentions something at the very end of the article that I think was very helpful and really motivated me as well. He writes, quote, Let the world be post-truth. The church of Christ must know, love, live by, proclaim, and lead according to the truth. This truth, God's own truth, is not conditioned by any prefix. It is firmly fixed in the heavens and stands forever according to the counsel of God, end quote. I love that how he says, let the world be post-truth. We need to just simply be about the truth and not about what the truth is not. I, I really think that one practical application is we must not exert so much energy and focus about explaining what Christianity is not, right? I don't really know a whole bunch of things that we need to start applying from this, but re- this really did open my eyes to how I communicate the ways that I'm thinking and even the things that I'm posting on social media. 
we need to be about the truth and not so much about what the truth is not. So I would love to hear what your answer is to the big question of like, what do we do with this? How do we move forward in this post-truth culture, proclaiming Christ crucified to the glory of God? Again, I would love to connect with you on social media. I would love to hear what you have to say in this. So please leave a comment, um, whether it's on social media, on one of these posts, leaving a comment there, or leave a comment on the full website. Um, the Discern Daily site. I would love to hear what you guys have to say. So let me know. Let's seek the truth together and we'll see you guys soon.